let's get to it then. Andrew is in Toronto tonight. Chantel's in Montreal. Bruce is in Ottawa. Well, we all want the answer to the uh, good-to-go question, but after that one, what's the most important question you have you want to hear um, Nigel Wright answer? Andrew. Uh, why? Shall I go on? Sure. Why were all these people, first of all, involved in this uh, elaborate uh, plot, whatever you want to call it, to try and make Mike Duffy, of all people, happy? And why, in particular, uh, Nigel Wright? That's part of the puzzle, and I'll give my standard disclaimer here. Of, I know Nigel Wright personally. Uh, it seems completely out of character for him to have been involved in this, both in the sense of the ethics of it, but also just bad judgment of it. So there's lots of why questions surrounding it. Chantal? I think that is the central question, and not only from the political uh, angle, but also from the legal angle. Uh, we know it's not friendship, the initial story. Uh, we don't know that there's not something we will find out but tom uh, tomorrow or the day after in testimony. Uh, but I'm sure Mike Duffy's lawyers are going to be curious to know whether it was that the PMO and Nigel Wright felt that uh, Mike Duffy was getting a raw deal that in the end the optics had changed on his residency. Uh, after all, it can't have been a secret for Stephen Harper when he appointed him that he had been living in Ottawa for a long, long time. You know, the one thing to keep in mind with all of Nigel Wright's answers is he's a lawyer too. So he's been through this from the other side and he knows how to answer questions uh, and how to carefully answer questions. Uh, Bruce, what's the number one question you've got? You well, answer. you mentioned, Peter, that uh, Mr. Wright is a lawyer, he's a seasoned businessman, and I'm really interested, I have been for a long time, in this whole question of a Deloitte audit that was submitted to the Senate that contained a version of events which then was changed. Uh, the RCMP, I gather, said that it was changed at the request of the PMO and furnished some documents that showed that Mr. Wright thought it was important to make these changes in order to keep, I think the quote was, to keep Mr. Duffy from going squirrely on weekend talk shows. Um, that is an area of activity that I think is wholly um, inappropriate. It's certainly not in keeping with the kind of undertakings that the Prime Minister made uh, seeking office about how he and his people would conduct themselves. And I hope we hear a little bit more about that. We're all assuming that Stephen Harper's name is going to come up a fair amount uh, throughout this, especially when the defense starts questioning uh, Nigel Wright. Uh, Stephen Harper's own answers on various questions here, uh, in some cases, have changed over time. And the, the most obvious example is, was he fired or, 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 or did he resign? Uh, what about Stephen Harper's credibility here? How, how damaged has it been through all this? Andrew? I think it's already sustained a great deal of damage uh, through the relentless uh, questioning in, in the House of Commons, notably from Tom Mulcair, through the extraordinarily evasive answers the Prime Minister's given, as you say, in some cases, shifting answers. You would think they, if there was no story here, they could have just settled this all with a press conference the day after the event blew up. Um, so it sustains some damage. I suspect all of that, however, is priced in at this point. The people who are going to be deterred from voting for this party have already been deterred for the most part, unless, of course, we actually find out that he knew more than he's let on and that he was, in fact, not telling the truth. But we don't know that at this point. Well, uh, I, I, I don't totally agree with that in the sense that, you know, Stephen Harper is perversely, well, where Paul Martin was on the sponsorship scandal. Uh, he either uh, knew about it, and that's bad, or he didn't know about it, and he should have, and that's incompetence. And remember, when the election started, the sponsorship stuff had been factored into public opinion, we believed. But the second the RCMP said that they were investigating Ralph Goodell, his Minister of Finance, not that they had reached any conclusions, uh, 
the floor fell from under the party. So I'm not sure that it would take a lot uh, over the next week in court for that floor to become even more shaky. Bruce? Well, I think the biggest disappointment for many soft conservative partisans has been the the shredding of Mr. Harper's um, reputation as a straight shooter, a person of integrity, someone who came to office preaching a different level of accountability. Um, the Duffy Wright affair has really destroyed that. It's obviously uh, energized people who are going to vote for another party, and to some degree I think that is priced in. But in the middle of an election campaign, when the conservatives need to get as many of their supporters to turn out and vote on election day, uh, this could, there couldn't be a more unhelpful thing than a replay uh, on TV screens or every day uh, in the news media of this thing that has cost uh, Mr. Harper so much in terms of personal credibility. You know, the, the Prime Minister is going to be in the North uh, for a good chunk of this week while this uh, trial is being watched and reported on. Uh, how does he handle questions if he gets them, and one assumes he's going to, uh, in, in terms of his relationship with, with Nigel Wright, Chantal? Well, the strategy up to now has been to treat it as a sideshow, something that is not central to what the Conservatives are doing. Mr. Harper at the debate last week said he didn't feel that he had to apologize for the actions of others. I think they have probably one mantra for the next few days, and it is to do or say nothing that uh, changes the message track in a way that gives oxygen to the story. Who's really on trial here? I mean, we all know Mike Duffy is on trial in the real court, but in the court of public opinion, who's on trial? Andrew? Well, it will depend on what comes out. It's, you could conceive of it being uh, putting the prime minister on trial depending on the events. So far, it has been as damaging as it's been to the prime minister and to some extent to Nigel Wright's reputation. It's mostly been damaging to, uh, to Mike Duffy's. And his defense, of course, rests on this curious argument that he was essentially blackmailed into taking a bribe in this event. Um, I think, it, again, I think having already sustained a great deal of damage for his evasive answers on this, I think it will take some doing to really shift this into, uh, um, you know, more of the what did the Prime Minister know, unless something comes out in this trial that we're not expecting. Chantal? But it, it has turned, and in the court of public opinion, I think Stephen Harper, uh, up to a point, is on trial in, in the sense that it has embarrassed his own supporters. It has turned a proud vote for the Conservatives into a discreet vote, and sometimes a bit of a shameful one in the case of some. It's hard for a Conservative supporter on a week like this to go around saying, look at how great my guy is. And that's uh, a toll on the Prime Minister, not on Mike Duffy, uh, about whom I think most Canadians have an opinion now. All right, Bruce, you got the last word. Well, the stakes are high for all three people, but they're highest for the Prime Minister, given the situation that he's in. Certainly that the, the two statements by Mr. Wright and Mr. Harper cannot really be reconciled, except through, you know, the political kind of way in which people try to reconcile irreconcilable statements. So people will come away either with a view that Mr. Wright was lying when he said that uh, he... Uh, told the Prime Minister that um, he had, you know, what he was intending to do for Mr. Duffy, or that the PM was lying when he said that he never heard of such a thing or really didn't feel that, that he had been informed by Mr. Wright. Uh, hopefully we'll get some evidence that's compelling in, in terms of a, a sense of um, the honest facts of the matter. You know, with such a build-up, and there clearly has been a build-up, uh, the expectations in a way are high for this. Um, do any of you expect major change as a result of what we're going to hear in the next, what could be a, upwards of a week, Andrew? 
I don't, to be frank with you. I think if, if there was going to be a smoking gun, I think we would have known about it in some way already. Uh, I don't think, uh, obviously, I think Nigel Wright's going to tell the truth in the stand, but I don't think uh, it's going to be the kind that would, that would be as incriminating as people might like from a news standpoint. Uh, uh, I think we'll probably remain somewhat as, as in the dark as we are now. Chantal? I totally uh, expect uh, Mr. Wright to tell the truth. Uh, and because he has not spoken at all, really, since this happened, uh, I'm going to keep an open mind on whether we might have surprises because I'm not ruling them out. All right. We'll leave it at that. Thank you all. And just in case you're wondering, at issue, we'll be back with another special edition tomorrow night, hopefully with lots to talk about after we hear day one from Nigel Wright.